This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A stay of execution was lifted this past Wednesday in regards to an Alabama death row inmate. Matthew Reeves was put to death by lethal injection at the Holman Correctional Facility in Atmore. His time of death announced at 9.24 p.m. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall released a statement following the execution, saying that Reeves committed an act of cold-blooded evil in the murder of Willie Johnson. Johnson stopped to assist Reeves and his friends when they were when their vehicle broke down and they were stranded on the side of the road. Marshall said he regrets that it took 24 years for Reeves to finally receive justice, and he prays for the Johnson family to find peace and closure. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth is weighing in on a speed trap in the town of Brookside. In the past few weeks, local and state media have written several reports to bring to light the ticketing habits of police in Brookside. It's all occurred at a small section of Interstate 22. This was a means of more income for the town of only 1,300 residents. Now, Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth has asked the Alabama Department of Examiners to initiate a full audit of the police department and the municipal court system where those fines and forfeitures were completed. Ainsworth's letter to the departments cited what he says appears to be potential mismanagement, fraud, and systemic abuse. Earlier this week, Brookside Police Chief Mike Jones resigned from his position. A youth and family service out of Macon County is now facing a lawsuit. Two different law firms in Birmingham have filed the lawsuit against Sequel Youth and Family Services. The lawsuit alleges abuse and neglect of a 15-year-old boy at their Tuskegee facility. The lawsuit reads that the teenage victim feared for his life when placed in the residential psychiatric facility in 2018. The document further calls all of the facilities within Sequel a house of horrors for children. One lawyer involved in this case, Tommy James, spoke with WSFA News saying the staff was involved in beating the residents and creating a culture of violence through encouraging fights among the teens in their care. Jones says the state of Alabama has got to do something about this mistreatment of the most vulnerable. An Alabama family is inadvertently in the middle of the Russian-Ukraine tension that has occurred in the past few weeks. 20-year-old Isaac Stubbs of Wetumpka has been on a mission trip to the country of Ukraine for the past nine months. Stubbs is beginning the process of leaving the area and returning to the U.S. Stubbs' parents spoke with WSFA News to confirm that he is now en route to the U.S., cutting his two-year mission short in Ukraine. Instead, he will be sent to Chicago, Illinois, to continue his work there. Stubbs has been doing missionary work with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. His father, Troy Stubbs, is also an Elmore County commissioner. Well, it was a tearful last goodbye in the city of Pelham. David Tasik is retiring after 32 years on that police force. The Pelham Police Department posted the video of his last radio call on Facebook. Just want to advise of my last 1042. 016 is 1042 the last time. 016, congratulations on your 32 years of service. Thank you for all you've done for our department and for our city. We wish you well in your future endeavors. That video has already been viewed almost 20,000 times since its posting. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden is now making statements on what kind of U.S. Supreme Court justice he will nominate. 
This comes a day after the news of Justice Stephen Breyer planning to retire this coming summer. Biden is already promising to choose a judge based on their race and gender. Biden is referring back to a campaign promise that it's time to have a black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. Interestingly enough, Biden was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee back in 1991 when President George Bush Sr. nominated Clarence Thomas, a black conservative man, to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. In a YouTube movie created in 2020 about Clarence Thomas's life, the justice details what it was like during that highly controversial confirmation process that was led by Biden. Good morning, Judge. Welcome to the blinding lights. Finding out what you mean when you say that you would apply the natural law philosophy to the Constitution is, in my view, the single most important task of this committee. Senator Biden was very focused on natural law. How did that go? Who knows? I I have no idea what he was talking about. I just want to make sure we all know what we're talking about here, that you and I know at least what we're talking about here. There's a fervent and aggressive school of thought that wishes to see natural law further inform the Constitution than it does now, argued against by the positivist led by Judge Bork. Now, again, that may be lost on all the people. You know and I know what we're talking about. One of the things you do in hearings is you have to sit there and look attentively at people you know have no idea what they're talking about. The biography put out by YouTube is called Created Equal, Justice Clarence Thomas in his own words. Joe Biden is not out of the news yet today. The head of the Government Accountability Institute, Peter Schweitzer, has released his latest book. It's called Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich, Helping China Win. Schweitzer investigates the Biden family and their ties to China and revealed some of those findings on Newsmax this week. It's really the story in American politics today, and that's the fact that the Biden family uh, has received some $31 million from businessmen in China. Each and every one of those businessmen has direct ties to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence, meaning their business partners with the vice minister for state security or their business partners with family members of the minister of state security. Um, it's shocking to me that other media outlets, uh, mainstream media is not pursuing this story uh, because it's not a story of corruption anymore or cronyism. Uh, it's of national security. And I think it raises questions, very serious questions uh, about the fact that the Biden family may be compromised. The truth is slowly coming out from team members with the University of Pennsylvania's women's swimming team. This is in regards to their transgender teammate. Will Thomas first started at UPenn on the men's swimming team and then decided to go transgender, taking hormones to suppress his testosterone and changing his name to Leah. This has caused controversy and conflict within women's swimming since Thomas has now dominated the field, breaking multiple swimming records that were established by biological female swimmers. A father to one of Thomas's teammates says his biological female daughter doesn't think it's fair for Thomas to be competing with other women. The father says the whole scenario is causing harm to female competitors who have long envisioned that their swimming in college will lead to a chance at the Olympics. The father says that now he can never offer hope to his daughter that she could actually be doing that same thing one day because she just doesn't have the physical and muscular makeup to compete with Thomas. The father spoke with Fox News about the situation, saying it's most likely going to be Thomas who heads to the Olympics to represent the U.S. in women's swimming. Florida Sheriff 
Grady Judd is becoming America's favorite law enforcement officer for his colorful presentations and his no-nonsense approach to stopping criminals continue in their crime. The Polk County Sheriff's Office has also leaned in heavily for support and information from the community members in this fight for safe neighborhoods. Well, now Sheriff Judd just did a press conference to reveal how his detectives started spending time on dating apps as part of their job. So we received a Crime Stoppers tip that, hey, they're really selling drugs on an app called Grinder, and Scruff and Tammy. So our detectives last July started that investigation and voila, we discovered exactly what we were told, that they were selling dope, a lot of dope, a lot of street dope on these dating apps. So at the end of the day, we start, as we looked, it was a shock to us that they were openly advertising they were selling dope on dating apps. And then when you would hit them up, when you would swipe left for meth, and you would talk to these folks, guess what? They would offer to sell you drugs, and that's what happened. So between July when we began this investigation and when we wrapped it up, we, we found criminal charges for 68 different people. The sheriff then pulled out a three-ring binder that had probably six inches of documents stacked inside. Here's the criminal histories of the people we arrested. This is the criminal histories of the 60 people that we arrested in this operation. They're not new to the system. You see, they didn't get the message that this is just a mistake in their life and they're going to be okay. No, they didn't get the message. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams and Right Side Radio as he defines a snowflake and gives a perfect example. There's a thing called the Urban Dictionary. And you got to watch it, by the way. The Urban Dictionary can be pretty funny. The Urban Dictionary can be pretty crass. Like, I'm not sure your kids should be reading the Urban Dictionary. But the Urban Dictionary has been updating the word snowflake. The 2008 definition of snowflake was, quote, a person who thinks they are, oh my gosh, unique, but is in fact just like everyone else. All right, that was 2008. That was redefined, apparently, by the Urban Dictionary in May of 2016 as, quote, an overly sensitive person incapable of dealing with any opinions that differ from their own. These people can often be seen congregating in safe zones on college campuses. (laughs) Copper's laughing. But then a more aggressive, that was May of 2016. A month later, They changed the definition even more to be an entitled millennial tard who runs to her safe space to play with stress toys and coloring books when she gets triggered by various innocuous microaggressions. (laughs) Snowflake. All right. The first one, though, that got me was, and he's he's a public figure. He's a famous guy. Neil Young, formerly of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, went out on his own, had his own gig, had a few songs that made something. Well, Neil Young apparently is a snowflake. He is just, he's upset. He's beside himself. How could Spotify, Spotify has got Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, if you're not familiar, is a former mixed martial arts uh, guy who has a podcast that apparently is killing it right now. And Joe Rogan is not afraid to say vaccine mandates suck and even question whether or not there's, you know, the efficacy of vaccines. And he is the top grossing download on Spotify. And so Joe Rogan is on Spotify along with people like Neil Young. Now, keep in mind, I don't think Neil Young has had a hit since like 1972. But nonetheless, 
Neil Young, being the you know progressive snowflake that apparently he is, demanded, demanded, demanded that Spotify take Joe Rogan off or take him off. It's me or him. What are you going to do? <laughs> Spotify took Neil Young off. <laughs> so you got to love this. Uh, that backfired on you. That snowflake melted in a heartbeat. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your phone or electronic device, you can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.